Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Uh, 
Now, after some time, God said, you know, I've seen your suffering. And I'm going to take you out of this difficult situation. And I'm going to put you uh, in a place of abundance. A place where the life flows with milk and honey. Milk and honey, you know, the, the words milk and honey have been used to describe the blessing of the Lord and the abundance of the Lord that he has made uh, for us. Milk and honey. You know, milk makes you uh, fat and honey is sweet. So, things that make you fat and make life sweet. I see sweetness coming away. Hallelujah. So, God is going to bless us. And uh, he's going to take us to the next place. And uh, it's very important that you prepare for that abundance. Because when this abundance strikes, you can easily be destroyed because of the abandon. It's easier to be a Christian in poverty than to be a Christian in abundance. Far easier. That is why black people are generally more spiritual and more church-going than white people. Because black people are generally poorer and uh, generally have more difficulties. And we have more abasement. We are despised. We are despised by America. You know, America wouldn't drop its soldiers into Liberia to help, and they would drop their soldiers to Iran. Allow every every day when you listen to the news, you see one soldier has been killed, two soldiers have been killed, three soldiers have been killed. They don't mind. That they don't mind. For Iraq, but not for Liberia, not for Australia. Not for Rwanda. No, no, no. When they were in yeah, Somalia, there was a problem. They pulled out. They said, no, no, no. Too many people have died. Ten people or eight places. No, no, no. But for Iraq, even when you go home, they put on the news, you start another American soldier. You know? So we, we are despised. And when you are despised, we tend to look to God. And we sing songs like, Thou. Oh Lord, I will about you. You are my glory, you are my glory. And the lifter of my head. Thou, thou, oh Lord, I will I don't know the 
you know that thing that is on the windows and, and you click it and it comes and the one who drew that thing is the middle of the You wouldn't really be so concerned to say that you are the lady. But when you are down and you are nobody and your roof is leaking and you are queuing to go to toilet at 4 a.m. Many rooms, and I live in room 14. 
you visited me in your court in the desert of Sodom. You lived there. So, that's, so you know what I'm talking about. Today I have a house. Hmm? So how to serve God when you don't have? And then how to serve him when you have? Because at the time you didn't have money to do your hair. Now you have money to do any style, to change the color, to change the style, to become young, to become old, to become different things. Because at the time you didn't have money to do your nails. You used to bite your nails. And as I was singing of Peter, the lift up your hand, he, he, he wouldn't lift 
you know, then they asked me a question and said, at least I don't know. <laughs> and I said, really? Then another one said, said no, no, you, you think about it, this drug, what is it, you know, what class of drug is it? I said, please, I don't know. Then another one said, no, tell us, this drug, pharmacology, final exam, all right. Tell us about that. I said, no, I don't know. And they laughed. I said, you have written an essay, this is your essay, on the that drug, I've written, right, a whole essay, here was my papa. You see, as I was there, then my mind had gone totally dry. I said, I don't know this drug. I don't know where it is, but that was when they showed me. I was going to get a distinction or a credit or whatever. But I just couldn't be, I couldn't remember anything. Why students fail? Because it's kind of one blind. Have mercy. <laughs> and then we see my paper. I knew the thing. It's only that the tension. Your hand will be sick in your mouth, you'll be stuttering. Why students fail? Tell somebody, students don't fail. Bitter waters. Huh? 
to come to a bitter experience. But sometimes, without these bitterness, without these thorns in the flesh, without these things that we pray for that don't go, when we pray, we will be too proud. He said, let I be exalted above measure. We are naturally prone to become like Satan. Our natural tendency is to become satanic and proud. Satanic nature is pride. And we are prone to become proud. It's natural, almost automatically, human beings become proud. And it's pride that led to the first fall and has led to every fall since then. Every fall is caused by pride. I was talking to a pastor who said, I have dealt with 1,500 pastors who fell. And he said, in every single case, there was always the element of pride. Not other things as you may think, but pride is the common factor, the common denominator in every form. God sometimes brings us to bitter waters. Number three, you must remember the lessons that you learned. Because you see, in the hard times, God will allow you to learn certain lessons. He says, for that, and he taught me that man does not live by bread alone. When you were in the wilderness, you learned that man does not live by bread alone. How many realize that when you went through certain things, there were certain things that you learned? Certain lessons that you learned, certain things that came to be a part of you. When I was in school, I learned how to have my quiet time. I was taught how to have my quiet time. As a nobody, as a student, as a from three or from four uh, young man. You get it? That's why I learned and I have kept those lessons. You shall remember the lessons. Cast your mind and see the lessons God has taught us. Why do we seem to quickly go away from the lessons that He has taught us? Sometimes you see people, they say, Lord, I'll serve you. Lord, I'll do this. Lord, and as soon as the thing goes. <laughs> you, see, you see, in those days, we, we were not mature. That's why we said certain things. And now we are more mature. So we don't give all our money to the church. We give our money to, you know, school, this, that. We are now more mature. You are not more mature, you are more proud. That's what we are. That's all. That's right. Pride. You shall remember the lessons. And, he, and, and when you remember the lessons that the Lord has taught you, you will be ready. Because abundance will not be your killer, but abundance will be a true blessing. Then the next one is you remember the miracles which the Lord brought you. He says, Thou thy raiment wax not old, and thy foot did not swell this fourteen. When you think of a foot swelling, we already think of, you know, somebody somewhere who is having some problem. You know, but I've seen swollen feet before. I remember one sister, one leg got swollen, elephantiasis. And her lymph vessels were blocked. And I, I didn't know anything that could remove it. And they carried it. Fuck, the leg had become black, like big fat. You see the legs moving like, You haven't seen something before. He said, I thought it does swell. I remember one day in the emergency room, I met a man. He said, my knee began to swell. And I saw his tears, he, he, he started, he could not even wear trousers because all his friends had become big. He had cancer of the knee. He was dying. And he said, 
and they told him we have to amputate the leg. He said, no, never. So he, he ran away from the hospital and he went to the herbalist. And I remember somehow I came back, I was doing some other rotation or something else, and I came and met this same man who had come back and they had cut off his leg and the thing has come back again. And I began to understand that scripture that and thy foot did not swell. Mercy. I said, mercy forever and ever. You see, there are many little things we don't see as miracles. A person who forgets easily is a person who becomes ungrateful easily. And a person who is ungrateful is a person who is nigh to be cursed. Prepare for your curses in your ingratitude. When God blesses you and God does little things for you and you lift your heart up and you say, hey, it would have been better with the cucumbers in Egypt. We should have rather died over there. They expose themselves and posture themselves to be cursed. No wonder it was only two people out of a million, four million of them who left us, only two human beings who walked through and entered the promised land. Because when you are grateful to God that your foot did not swell, your rainbow did not get, your rainbow did not get old, and so many little things, you are still, you are still alive. When you press your breath, there's no cancer in it. You have lived to celebrate certain birthdays, and God has blessed you. There was a time maybe you wouldn't even give five thousand of it. Now you can give five thousand without thinking about it. You wouldn't even buy milo. Now you can buy milo. You couldn't have certain things. Now the Lord has blessed you, but these are nothing to you. It's nothing to you. That is why you will experience a curse in your life. You see, Judas is current. If you have remembered, if you have remembered the little things that Jesus did, if you have remembered when Jesus was walking on the water, perhaps you would have been a bit slow to go and betray this man. If you have remembered when you saw him, you know, feeding 5,000 people with five loaves and two fishes, he would have perhaps been cool and said, you know, this man is not an ordinary man. If you have remembered when he was rebuking the storm and the storm came, he would have, he would have, he would have cooled off and said, you know, this is not an ordinary man. If you have remembered when you went to raise Lazarus from the dead, after four days, a stinking dead body, with a quarter, you know, yesterday I saw a man who had caught a, a villa. You know Bela? Yes. Bela. He caught it in the morning. So I saw him holding it. And it had become fat and stick. So he was holding it. I said, what are you going to do? To he was holding it. I said, well, I'm going to eat it. Since morning, you see, when a body is dead from morning, so even it begins to bloat and it begins to be stiff and big. And this man had been dead for four days. And Jesus came along and said, remove the stone. And he said, Lazarus, come up. Shortly before he died, that was in John chapter 11. He died a few verses later. Just a few chapters, he was born. If you remember when Jesus saw a funeral and he was moved with compassion and he saw the woman and he said, oh, I can't take it. Call the woman, call the man. Bring the coffin. Call, 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 call. Open, 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 open it. Open it. He says, go to them. Hey, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Go, go, go. It's okay. Don't die. <laughs> If you remember all these little things that Jesus did, when he's opened the eyes of the blind, he would not want to be 
became the son of the living God. Jesus said, you have been better than he was not born. Perhaps you have been better than you were not born than you become ungrateful and forgetful. How you were, how you were, how you were some way. And the Lord has blessed you and saved you. It's a time for remembrance. A time to remember. As God blesses you, one day some of you will be in America. Yes. I promise I know there are more than 20 people here who will be in America soon. It's a pretty man there. Remember how you used to sit in Colegon and you used to lift your hand and say, ah, shh. You used to lift your hand and say, amen. You used to lift your hand and say, ah, mercy. You used to lift your hand and say, mercy. And you used to lift your hand and say, forgive. And remember. Remember. How you used to wear second hand, everything second hand. How you used to come to church in the best clothes, and then you go to America, and then you say, Okay, it's a part, and then with some kind of uh, laughter, you locally applying for an accent. And glory to God, my pastor, you know, yeah, all right, you know, some of us, so we have been doing certain jobs, and so, pastor, you know, sometimes we don't get a time to come around, and so, you know, we will not be able to be around, and so, pastor, so, hey, Charlie, I always cry anyway. I remember those days, you know, but anyway, God bless you, pastor, God bless you. All right, sometimes we'll be, we can make it with chest after that. We'll be praying for us, so I will get some small prosperity, you know, pastor, God bless you. Mouth like, God bless you. You've forgotten your God. You need to shout, mercy, Lord. Forgive me. You are speaking Spanish and you are saying you can't come to church because of your job. He said, Pastor, as you we work on Sundays and here, things are different. Here we work. <laughs> but I see abundance is working. I see abundance is working. Yeah, man. 
bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.